It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jason JJ Jose, alongside Cleon. What's happening? Welcome back. Uh, well, me, welcome back. Really, it should me, be welcome me, back. Right? Me, me, right? Me. How about you? Yeah, well, I'm back mm. and I'm ready for the season. Eddie, what's oh. going on? I'm glad to be here. And now uh, we uh, we we have an announcement to make. We picked up JJ's uh, option after the loan to buy, so he'll be here for another it, year. It was it was a heated dis- <laughs> it was a heated discussion. Yeah, yeah. we had to agree to terms. And, yes, you know, I had to be bribed. Yeah, you had to be bribed. <laughs> JJ had to be bribed. I had to be bribed to, to bring it back. JJ has his green card, so he won't take an international spot this year. <laughs> That's no, most, that, that was the real selling point. <laughs> there you go. Right there. Alex, what's happening? The swag. What's up, man? Glad to have you back too. Uh, I've been I've been the one that's been saying I miss you every week. Oh, so thank you. Been, I appreciate it. Love, you know. Yes, thank you. The other two didn't. Care. I know what it's like I to be a that. busy man with a job. So yeah, at least we work great. Right? We work, you know, outside and everything. Alex is that little brother who tells his mom when the other brothers aren't looking. Hey, mom, you know I'm the one that's the good one. I'm the you. youngest one for a reason. Yeah. There you go. Uh, you know. Yes, you're right. We do have jobs. <laughs> um, we don't stay at home all day on Twitter. Um, Three weeks in Portugal. The guy's got a job. <laughs> it, was, it was vacation. <laughs> travel blogger. <laughs> I was traveling all over. All right. Let's thank our sponsors real quick. Uh, let's go with Accurate Mortgage Group. For all your mortgage lending needs, follow AMG Lenders on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook um, for any information that you need on that. Eddie? You got a field turf USA? Um, Champions League is back up, and you can see their product all over all the big Champions League matchups. And we have them as a sponsor. And we got Casey Sports Bar and the Heathrow Shopping Center here in Lake Mary, where we're here every, at least once a week, doing our podcast here live. And then Tuga Landscaping for all your landscaping needs. You have Tuga Landscaping. Well, we're here every week. I don't know if you're here. I week. will be here now every week. You know how to Tuga Landscaping, y'all. Yeah, Help, Tuga. That's JJ. So. That's mine. So. That's my new job. That's why I was gone for so long. I had to build it up. If you need your actual grass cut at your house, then then Uh, call up JJ. Serving all of Central Florida. (laughs) All right, guys. He's got a big market. It's all Central Florida and Portugal. Yes. That's why I got to go over there sometimes. (laughs) I'm like Cleon, you know. I got to go to Bermuda and check on the chickens sometimes, you know. I got to go over there and check on the landscaping. 
Well, we're back, and it's a new season, and uh, we got a couple of signings since the last time you guys were uh, on in December, and we got a coach. Was he when you guys did the last one? Yeah, you guys talked see, about see, it. See, this is how you know how long this dude's been going. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it was official, but I think it was all but official. All but official, right? Talked about it. Oscar Pert. I'm pretty sure we did. You Oscar. didn't? I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, oh, yeah you guys did. Sure we did. You yeah, did I'm talk about it. Sure yeah, because we, we were talking about OPP and Poppy Pereira. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My nicknames haven't caught on like I hoped. Oh, shocker. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> shocker. No nicknames for you. All right. So now let's talk about the training facility that just opened up. Um, you guys were out there. Uh, unfortunately, when I tried to go out there, I thought it was at nighttime, the game, the scrimmage, and it was in the morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. JJ thought 10 p.m. <laughs> That's what I thought. 10 a.m. I was lost. I had just come from Portuguese Portugal. Time. I was on Portuguese time. <laughs> so I was like, you know. So training facility. Tell me a little bit about it, uh, Cleon and Eddie. You guys were out there. Um, Cleon, you, you've been out there, you know, other times too, which we don't like to talk <laughs> Us. about. <laughs> why would you say that bro yeah it's okay what, nobody, what, nobody what can say a bird's eye view no. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> at least i didn't say that <laughs> i have no idea what they're talking about anyway. hey orlando city it has their uh, drones going up there uh, they do yeah orlando city had a drone right in front of us so yeah. that's cool <laughs> we don't own any drones so, at all um absolutely not so what do you guys think of the facility i mean you guys what been to sylvan thing? and you guys now been to the one in osceola cleon tell me a little bit about the the training facility there at orlando city well i was given a a, a nice little inside tour they walked oh that was nice type of stuff must be nice um, yeah i got to see everything except for the locker room which is no big deal whatever we've seen that anyway um you know because everybody's stuff was in there they didn't want none of these uh criminal minded people Snatching people, be taking stuff pictures of the, of the whiteboards or anything, you know, like that. things like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 all their equipment, all their everything they have. They have everything you need, and they have all everything's top of the line, um, all on the inside. Any anything you need in today's day and age of uh, equipment and recovery systems and every they have everything in there. So, um. They, hopefully they should be able to recover a little better than we've done in the past and um you know especially in 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 training this weather every day you need that you can't have what we've been doing and you know having guys try to jump in a little a little cold tub things like that a little ice bath and a old school giant metal tub metal you know they're gonna stay the in there for like two seconds jump out i saw dom taking his ice bath in like a not used hot tub in mexico it looked like yeah, uh, not any ice baths yeah. in Mexico, I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully, all this type of stuff. And oh, and actually, and there's a lot of people don't know. OCB has their own as well, so they have their own fields. Over they there? don't. No, 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 not the fields. I'm talking about the the um, locker room. Locker room. Not just locker room. They have their own locker room. They have their own gym. They have their own. Um, oh, so they're separated. So yeah, they have. The they have their own. Everything the, they have inside of that building, the one that everyone sees the, you know, videos on and things like that. OCB has their own as well. Which Every, is, but everybody at the shares stadium. that Audi room, right? 
I would assume. That's what you were saying. They haven't had to use it yet because, or whatever, you know, there. there's no games and stuff like Even that. Even the academy can use the Audi room, OCB. The, the OCB, like Cleon said, is at the stadium, mm-hmm. right there where the baseball, the Astros spring training was, or fire, Kissimmee Fire mm-hmm. Frogs. That's turning into the stadium now. They laid the grass out. Um, they, they have they have the the cryogenic kind of thing, right? I think whatever the froze that that thing that's really cold. You, you've seen it, yeah. yeah. You've seen it in the Man City documentary and Amazon. That stuff is it helps recovery rate stuff like that. There's a um a lot more space, a lot more comfort. It seems like it has everything that they have a little covered facility where it's just kind of like sort of turf. Where if the weather's nice, they bring weights and they have like games there, like you know, like the soccer, tennis games and stuff like that to hang out. A lot of stuff to build camaraderie. A lot of stuff, you know, fresh air, workout outside. They have four fields. They got the turf field. If they, they have a matchup against a turf opponent, um, opponent with turf, um, that'll be used more for like the academy kids. And OCB, if you if you went to the to the field where the scrimmage was, right, it's it's right there by like that building. There was one that was like perpendicular to it. That's going to be OCBs. OCB is literally going to train like twenty yards from the first team. So when we talked about you could snatch someone over from OCB who's having a good training session or someone got hurt, or you just want to try different things, you could just call 20 yards over and call someone over. So that, that's going to let OCB kids be seen. I think that'll attract people to OCB, feel like the feeling that they, they have a legit chance to be mixed in with the first team and be seen. And I think that long-term bodes well for the club. And you guys both mentioned that the academy is also out there yeah. uh, training, correct? Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. is there going to be a resident See no, you out teacher. there or no? No, no, not yet, not, not yet. yet, not yet. But they possibly will be in they the could. future. It's something. Is there space? There's space out there for the a residency. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's a ton okay. of space. It's, they're not. It's very open. It, it's it's you know it's designed for. It's not like clogged or anything like that. People, there's plenty of space to walk around and stuff like that. And how will this help Orlando City? You guys think for you know coming from Lake Sylvan. Everything was basically that locker area was a junk. I mean, I I did the tour over there that was all old. But how does how is this going to help Orlando City build? And I mean, you guys say that you know the cryotherapy and everything, all the new weights, everything. Is this going to be uh, good for Orlando City, Alex? I mean, yeah, no brainer. I think. I find it interesting because we did a lot of time with uh, Mike Potempa and everybody last year for OCB, and it was um, the exact opposite. You know, it was like Mike Mike P was telling us how he wants kids to play out in Montverde and then go downtown and watch the first team, and then hopefully they have a dream to play downtown. But now you're going to be able to see kids that get to have that dream every day to play with the first team. You know, uh, you see it right now in Mexico. They already brought two academy players down there. Um, just things you wouldn't have already. I mean, already you could see the the imprint that Muzi and Perea and Ricardo are having um, with getting to do with what they want to do, uh, and I think it's it's definitely going to help. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. To, I was telling my friends this, my buddies, uh, a couple weeks ago. I wouldn't be surprised if now, you know, the last couple of years it would have been outlandish to think that we have an academy guy that literally will never play for the first team, but then gets sold off to Europe starting to see that happen more and more in the MLS. And now that we have this setup, that becomes more what much more realistic, you know, to you know sadly it is gonna happen. You know, if we're doing our jobs right, it will happen. We'll have Academy guys that are studs or under eighteen or just turned eighteen and they'll be sold for the day that they're eighteen. They'll be going over in Europe. And that's when you know you're doing the right thing. And I think that's the idea that um, Oscar and Muzi and all of them have to to generate. And and to to kind of 
little more context, I guess. To, they're, the OCB is still going to be playing there. So I think the point last year was about playing in the big stadium, having something to look forward to. But being next to each other is definitely an asset, you know, for sure. And I, I, to answer your question, JJ, it, I think it's just a matter of, like, ownership and pride, right? It's just like when you have something of your own, you take a little more care um, of it, you take a little bit more pride in it. I think the players are going to take you have a little more more pride in that this is their facility. They have these top uh, top class kind of mater- uh, materials and whatnot and equipment. And um, I think it also helps with recruiting. I think you know I think it's a good a good selling tool. And I think um, for the pipeline, I think it helps because the kids. I do think the kids feed off of being around, not eating that stuff and training with them. And you see guys like Moises Tablante taking pictures and saying like dreams coming true, and he's like, you know, fighting for a ball with with you know Perea and Nani or something things like that I do think can make an impact and I, Orlando has lost a lot of people a lot of players from the academy in the pipeline I think this will help you know get us on the road to replenishing that so it's just like if you buy a home it's just my home this is you're proud of it I think the this training facility is going to evoke a little bit of those emotions like ownership I, and pride I agree um, uh, my take on it I, uh, I'm kind of like with Alex I, I finally we finally have an an academy, OCB, and the main team all working together, and it's their place. It's like you said, Eddie. It's their house, you know. Um, and it's great because for the academy players, they really didn't have anything that really, you know. They were over here at like Sylvan. They were. They went to Mount Verde. Now they're finally. It's finally here, one place, and it's the chance for. These players for scouts from other countries to come and see these players and sell them. Um, you go to Europe, all these academies are together. You know, you go from England to France to Italy to Spain, they're all together, these academies, and they're all playing in the uh, and training in the same facility. And the opportunity of getting a player right there, 20 yards. Uh, from the other side on the left or right, whatever they're playing, and getting a player saying, hey, you know, Dom Dwyer got hurt, but now we can pull up uh, uh, a forward from our OCB team to come play and you train. You say Dom Dwyer, but that was very realistic. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. His hamstrings aren't very that, you know, they might yeah. be hurt. But um, th- I think it's a great opportunity, and I, and I like seeing what um, should have been – this should have happened a long time ago, and finally – uh, we finally got it going. This could have happened before, but the, it just wasn't unified. It wasn't. Last year, it could have been different, but it wasn't unified. It wasn't. It, it, this stuff didn't work out because they didn't want it to at the top, period. Now now the people at the top made this happen, and they're invested in the success, and that's what it is. People have egos, and they want to make their plan work. Now, but it has a good coach for this, but it has a guy in Dallas who famously would just, the top of his head, would, would know the entire U12 roster, you know? And it's something he's been he invested. He he kind of laid the groundwork for that in Dallas with with Muzi and with with the with you know other people. And um and it's something that he has a strength and and he has a history of being successful at. So it's good timing. Cleon, what do you think? How will this help Orlando City? Well, it helps. It helps with um a, a big part of it is is as far as development goes. A, a big part of it is that. You know, it's it's not it's very easy. Like you said, you can just snatch. You don't have to plan ahead to have like before we would have to 
if we wanted oh let's send a couple kids from the academy or whatever over to train with the first team and it had to be a big schedule thing but now it's with everyone training together everyone in the same spot it could literally just be just popping ahead oh let's just snatch a kid today you know what i mean hey you practicing and he's on his way over to practice with ocb or practice with the academy and next thing you know he's just oh pull you right out of practice or go there with the first team just like that and and it helps it helps a lot of these kids get a little better um training with better players every day um they've really been mixing up the few times i've seen um you know when they've let us in stuff like that and would have heard from some players um they've really been mixing it up and and i mean da kids practicing with the first team um da kids practicing with ocb uh, OCB players and some DEA kids practicing with the first team. Like it's, it's there. They are really mixing it up and involving a lot of people in, in each practice with players being moved up. I saw, um, Friday, like when they had us all go over there, um, they were practice. It looked like maybe a U17 team or something like that. And they must have had a couple kids in that, in that training that couldn't have been older than. 13 14 whatever they were because they were tiny they were like half the kids other kids size and the other kids were small so they're like it's and it's, it's so it's not just at the top it's even at the bottom to where you're you're snatching a, a 14 year old or a 15 year old oh go practice with the u19s today go practice with the u17s so everyone everyone has has someone to work with a little better than that that's a little better than you and you know that's how you get better yeah. is by playing against um people that are better than you as far as the first team, it, it should help a lot with them with the, you know, just with the recovery aspects. That's, that's been a big, a big part of us. Like we, we have that summer slump every year because we just get drained. Um, and, and I've already hearing like the, the stuff they have here. It's, it's, there's no comparison to before. Like, um, the amount, like even, even like the leg sleeves, a lot of us see, a lot of people see like the, the compression boots, yep. which I say those help a ton. But um, even like the amount that we have now, like OCB has a ton in their own training facility, in their own, uh, in their own recovery room. Because like I said, they have their own recovery room over over at the stadium. They have their own lounge. They have their own uh, even cafeteria. They have everything over there, just like they have for the first team. But um, we they actually went ahead and 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 spent the money, and um, they have equipment for for every for every team. And I, another thing that's forgotten is watching other people. You, you know, when you watch other people play sports, you're like, that guy's better than me. I better get on it. You know, any, anything that breeds competition, iron sharpens iron, that whole thing. Yeah, and that's going to also, you know, OCB is going to try. Those players are going to try to get all that first deep. Yeah. You know, and they're going to fight their butts off to to impress uh, Poppy and yeah. everything. So Good uh, relationship, too. So, you know, the, you got to have a guy go down, gets injured, like JJ was saying has to we have to call up somebody from OCB chemistry is going to work right away they've already been training together they've been doing it all year it's supposed to you know you're bringing in a guy that literally hasn't even trained with the first team maybe all season hasn't even seen the first team train all season so now you can bring in a guy and it's once again more likely to just slot right in and have has success as opposed to just bringing in a kid and hoping that he does well and since Oscar's done this before and he doesn't he's not a guy who has like a specific system per se but he does have like ideas of how to play. 
OCB is is training on, on the same the same ideas, right? With James O'Connor, Jason Christ, I mean, with more James O'Connor, we didn't really have an idea of how to play or what his style was per se. So it, that was hard to transcribe to to Mount to to OCB at that time, and you know they were put in a pickle. Then what are they supposed to do? Yeah. And Jason Christ had his diamond, but he abandoned that as well. So this is the first time to, that the, the, there's we have a coach that has a clear vision of how they want to play, maybe since Adrian Heath. Yeah. And then so it's easier to transcribe that from the top to the bottom and create a system which makes it easier for people to come up and down. Overall, definitely excites me. All right. Well, let's change a little bit of the subject now to some of the new additions that we've uh, gotten uh, on our new roster here with Orlando City. And it's a bunch. It is a bunch. I'm going to name... Uh, some of the new uh, players. Uh, we have Junior Urso, the bear, who came from Corinthians, oh, yeah. uh, the central midfielder. We have, uh, these were draft uh, picks, Joey Desart from uh, Wake Forest, uh, Jonathan Dean right here from UCF, Austin Aviza from, he was a uh, friar from, uh, and then we got from Virginia, Mr. Dyke, Daryl Dyke, who everybody's very Dyke. happy. It's not DK. Dyke. It's DK. DK. Lord Dyke. have mercy. Like, like Burger King. <laughs> BK, DK. DK. Yeah, yeah, DK. See, like, you guys knew I was going to say JJ's back. Dominican friends are out there. DK. DK. Whatever. Uh, I thought it was Dyke, too. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> DK. DK from the Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, and then we got... Uh, <laughs> so, so, how do you say his last name? Galice? Galese. Galese. It's a long. It's, a L, you know. it's supposed to be Galese, but he calls it Galese. But it's supposed Galese. to be Galese. Whatever. Galese. From the Tiberones Rojos from the Liga Mexicana. Yeah. From the Mexican League. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got David Larea, which was already kind of, you know, from NC State. Yeah. He, home, homegrown. Homegrown. Then we got Antonio Carlos from Palmeiras, who's on loan. Andres. If he shows up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andres Pereira, Pereira, Pereira? Huh? Which one no, is it? No, it's it's no. That's Pereira. Mauricio. Pereira. He insisted Pereira. on reading these. By it's, the way, it's I did because I wanted to know. It's Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, Pereira. 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 Yeah, Pereira. Mauricio has the Y. Mauricio's okay. got the Y. So and he's from He's got the J. And he's on loan. He's from Atlético Nacional. Yeah. All right. Midfielder. I'm going to butcher this one. Rodrigo. Like he didn't butcher Chilego. the rest of them. That's, <laughs> that's, the that's what you did the best, actually. That's he the said, one you did the best. He said, I'm going to butcher this one. Yeah. Rodrigo Schlegel. <laughs> like he did perfectly fine on the others. Yeah. Yeah. Rodrigo Schlegel from, Schlegel from, from Racing Club. From Racing Club Racing. in, in uh, Argentina. <laughs> yeah. Center back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm crying. Huh? Looks like he has a little German in him. Oh, Brian, look, he does. Let's look. <laughs> he does. Don't, no, he does. He does. You don't. Oh, look. Well, we, a lot of uh, no, Germans for no ancestry.com for him. Yeah, yeah. No. A lot of Germans for no apparent reason went to Argentina, Argentina. in the forties. <laughs> yeah, no apparent reason whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yeah. And then we have our homegrown Jordan Bender, who came from OCB. Yeah, from, uh, he's he's an actual academy uh, product. He's uh, from Lake Mary, actually. Lake and Mary. Kylo Callahan. Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Who also was drafted and is also an academy, old academy of product. Yeah. If, if he makes it to the first team, he does have the option to become a homegrown, right? O'Callaghan? There's only so many homegrown there's spots, only so many spots. Not gonna, They would have just signed him to one. Yeah. yeah, there's only so many spots they, they said they had to get him through the draft for whatever reason. So what do you guys think about the additions uh, to the roster? Um, were they good? Were you guys... 
You got to ask them for us. I'm still, I'm still I, uh, on this Daryl I was on DK Facebook today. mispronunciation thing. I'm sorry. I was I gotta, on Facebook. I can't focus. And I would love to hear your pronunciations on these sometimes. I wasn't going to mess that one up. I can guarantee uh, you that. Uh, hey, but now I know it's Galice. No, 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 oh my God! It's it's <laughs> you just say Galese, Galese, like Galisa, but it's Galese. Oh yeah, exactly, yeah. Galese. Just yeah. call him a pulpo. The pulpo, the octopus. That's Galese. No, I was on Facebook today, and um, if you're asking me about how I feel about the roster moves, I saw my my memories from from two or three <laughs> years ago. Oh no! And uh, the the status was how excited I was about the off season moves that Orlando City had made, and I just hope Jason Christ doesn't find a way to screw it up. Yeah. And we still haven't made the playoffs, so it appears Jason Kreiss found a way to screw it up a few years ago. Um, but uh, for me, overall, I think that um, I think that we are. It's it's hard, you know. It's hard to say if we're going to be good. It's hard to say if we're going to be bad. Overall, I like the the South American connection that's going on. Uh, the the Colombian takeover. I think that'll work out better. Oscar P is uh, bilingual in multiple different ways or in multiple languages. So trilingual, trilingual. So uh, um, you know, I think that'll help. Considering James O'Connor could barely speak one English, one language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a little low. But the <laughs> me, 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 yeah, I'm not gonna jump but on that. Overall, uh, I'm hoping that. I mean, it's just hope, right? It's hope for everybody. There's no way that. Even if, I mean, the only way that, that we can go into the season saying, oh, we're definitely going to make the playoffs is if we sign Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Kylian Mbappe, one of those guys. But other than that, there's nothing that'll say for definite, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. So, oh, we're going to we're gonna be successful. Am I hoping? Yeah. Do I think so? Yeah. But do I know so? I have no idea. Well, okay. well we, we won't know. I mean, we've... I remember the time that everybody was happy with Justin Miram, Sasha Kleistin. Oh, that's the time I was talking about. Yeah, Justin, Sasha. yeah. yeah I everybody was like, list off the Matthew uh, like, "Oh my goodness, we're gonna yeah. go, we're gonna." Yeah, we didn't go anywhere. But yeah. then again, we go back to coaching, and, and I want to talk a little bit about Leo uh, Pereira, yeah. who just signed. You know, was sold for six point five million for to Flamingo. You know, and. All the hate on Twitter that I've seen about, oh, yeah, we could have kept. No, first of all, he was on loan. Second of all, the coaching staff wasn't that good to, to mature the guy to what he was. So he went back to Brazil. He matured there. He won some uh, championships. He won uh, everything, some stuff down there in Brazil, and he matured. And now he's playing with George Jesus at Flamingo. So, hey. You said six and a half million? 6.5, yeah. That's U.S. dollars? I think or, it was, that's what I, I read. Ruby, whatever the Brazilian oh, rubles. Or I don't know. It was uh, saw it on Twitter. It was six point five. Yeah, well, yeah million, that's but, a lot of money. But still, a lot of money for that guy. Where they could have, uh, they we could have got him because we had an option to buy. I think we uh, had, most loans. Yeah, you have the option to buy. And MLS, uh, we I just believe. didn't. You know, we didn't produce him. Who was he under when Leo was here? Who was the coach? Was it? Uh, I think it was Christ. Christ. I think it was Christ. Or I was think, it? He was it the last say, year we won a Citrus Bowl, and then the first year. He didn't oh. play much. When he did play, I mean, we he were horrible. Decent. So it's he not like you could, you know, when he actually finally got the opportunity to play, we were just, at that Christ. point, the season was was forgotten. It was uh, it was that Christ year, I believe, when we were, we had literally just been horrible after the first, that six-game winning streak. And, um, you know, he just, I don't think he had much opportunity, much chance. But good. To, I'm glad to see him succeed. I mean, I'm sure 
people like Matt Doyle and beat writers around the country are excited to see him succeed too because yep. then it just allows them to talk more junk about Orlando City and how players seem to succeed after they leave here. So. Yeah. Well, well, I think the point the with the one. Leo P thing was just that hopefully now we have a staff that can develop players, right? Yep. We're taking a lot of players on loan. We have Andres Pereira on loan, Schlegel's on loan, Antonio Carlos is on loan, right? These are all guys on loan and hopefully we, we can make something of these loans. We have to use loans because of the finances of the club and the transfer budget. But uh, you, you can buy low um, and have minimal risk with loans. But you need to be able to develop and you have to be able to actually decipher whether the talent is good or, bad or not. If they thought Leo didn't have anything to build off when they let the loan expire, they were wrong. Yeah. Right? So hopefully we're able to, to kind of uh, quantify talent and, uh, you know, but see, I, I don't see think where there's talent. So that, that, that's, what's, that's what I'm hoping for. But I don't think at that time our coaching staff and our people – have the ability that what our coaching staff has now and what we're working on. I think we would definitely will be able to see a Leo Pereira. If Antonio Carlos looks great, I think we'd be like, hey, this guy's going to be good. At that time, I don't think Jason Christ or Adrian Heath or any of those guys knew what the heck they were doing. No, and and not to rehash those guys, but Rodrigo Schlegel is probably the closest comparison because Antonio Carlos has been around for a while. He's older. Mm Schlegel is about the same age as Leo Pereira. But the point is that if we're going to keep doing loan business, we have to – we're going to have to – to like you know sift through the talent and and, and in, in that year in, in that year period we have to see whether they're worth keeping and we could have an advantage we can make them like the area like the town like the city like the club um, like being here and we could probably buy low and sell sell high later like uh, um, I let to go wherever did to uh, Leo P and that's a, a key component for Orlando City to succeed long term because with Flavio as our owner we're never going to have big transfer budgets no what do you think about the roster edition I don't Right. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, Clear. I don't know. I don't even know if necessarily the loans are because of finances. I think it's just a lot. If you look at it, a lot of ones that we brought here on loan, they're, you know, they're they're risky. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just kind of smart business. I agree. Um, Th- that needs to be. Look, you could have a huge budget no matter what, and you need loans. Atlanta United got the you know tons of minutes from Garza, Assad, and Yosef. On loan that first year, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, I think a lot of them are just risky. So it's so it's uh, you know they're young, they're risky. You don't know how they're going to turn out. They're, they're hoping that a lot of these guys develop, but um, is is I think it's just more smart business and and necessarily than than uh, it being finances. Because even if you look at the loan to buy the reported loan to buy numbers, it's not like they're high. Like Schlegel, it's like it's five six hundred thousand. You know, if you want to keep him, um, Pereira. I don't, I don't know what it is for Pereira, but it can't be too much. I just, uh, yeah, the loans uh, to me, uh, like who on and the Carlos, who? the Antonio Carlos one. That's that's reportedly pretty big. So, yeah, we better make that. one. You know what I mean? If if we uh, just bought him outright, if we just bought him outright right now for nine hundred thousand or oh whatever whatever it is, um, a million or whatever it's reportedly supposed to be. You know that's that's a little questionable. If if you know we spend all that money and we don't even know what the well, guy's we just did start Huan Schlegel might beat him out for him. Yeah, you know, especially if we don't show up. Huan was alone and we just signed him. So you know, so yeah, it's I mean, a smart business. The and then MLS, like we said, in MLS most most of the loan do have the option for the club to buy. So there's really not much risk at all. 
you'd rarely give the opportunity for the chance to happen where the kid balls out and then the team can call him back because you have you're in control as a club here as a receiving club so um cleon and eddie the roster additions what'd you guys think about these roster additions that were added so far because transfer window still open and uh, we still could have other signings we got a couple days right yeah cba too 48 hours oh yeah 40s that's that's creeping up that's that cba um i I mean i I like them i like their i like what we've done so far um the back line is complete overhaul really it's really just um it's really just yonson that's sticking well i'm talking about center backs yeah like starting like starting wise Our, our, our fullbacks they play so they play so high up i don't even well they did play so high up i don't know what they're gonna do now Oh Lord, um, yeah. So I mean, the center backs uh, only really Johnson's back. Um, Dejon's there, but he's really just there for depth, which you know they pretty much made clear by dropping his option and then just picking him, resign him back up. Um, I, I'm I'm really like I said, they're they're risky. So it's like we don't we don't know. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like who won. And and when he came in, you saw his, you see his tape. He looks good on tape, but he's also playing in the Brazilian second division. So you don't know how that's going to translate. Um, Schlegel, he 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 did well. He did well while what, where he was at, um, but he didn't have a whole lot of games. So it's he's risky. He's a risky sign. Um, not not risky because of the way we did it, loan to buy. But um, like I said, if we had did it outright, then it's it's a little questionable. Um, Antonio Carlos. He had a really good 2018. His 2019, he, you know, he was backing up or whatever he was doing. Um, so, I mean, but but it's not much you got to upgrade on. What about Urso? Urso? Um, I like him. You like him? I like him, but I mean. He's got some big shoes to fill there. Let me ask you oh, this, yeah. Cleon. He's got some big shoes to <laughs> fill there in my heart. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, who is um, – that, that goes beyond the field with, with that with that position there. Yeah. You got to fill my heart. Cleon, who is – who would you say <laughs> your favorite signing is? And so then far? Who would you say your pick to be the dark horse signing a la Juan last oh, year? Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so far, my favorite has been – it's actually been Urso. I agree. It's been Urso. Uh, he 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 seems he seems like a cool dude, you know. He seems like my type of guy, you know what I mean. The afro, I'm with it, I'm with it. Um, Let I, that thing fly, I, bro. I disagree on that one. What on the afro or the urso? The urso. <laughs> I disagree on the urso. All right, JJ. So. I'm, go, I'm actually gonna say the goalkeeper. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Pedro. Say his name. He's at my favorite. Galice. Is that your dark horse Gale, or your favorite? Galice, man. Galice. Yeah, that's your favorite? That's my favorite. My dark horse, I think, uh, Antonio Carlos. That's who I think. I don't, know if I, call that one a, I don't know if I call that a dark horse, though. I mean, that was probably a most expensive I mean, guy we brought in. Even if Antonio Carlos produces the way that Juan produced last season, I, I would say that any, any of these guys could be a dark horse. You know, yeah. If Carlos can be that good, that impactful, then... That I would, would be say, more than I expect. I would say for me, the tech. dark horse would have to be coming from. I would have to say it would have to be Sleagle. I was thinking uh, hmm. Perea. Perea. That's another one. I think, I, think, been... I, I think Perea, I think he could be, but somebody would have to get hurt yep. for him for him to get that opportunity. I mean, he, he works. It works. He's well. got to come over. You got to get over Mendez and you got to get over. Uh, 
Urso. Uh, Urso. So. But, I mean, the good, the good news for him is we are looking to be running that double pivot defensive mid. So, there'll be – Still got to get somebody there's hurt. There's two, two chances for him to take over. Um, yeah. So, we'll see about him. For me, I think my favorite signing is, is the Bear as well. Just because – not because of the way – I mean, the way he looks is cool, I guess. But uh, <laughs> mostly because he could score goals from a defensive mid position. True box-to-box guy. He likes to come in. Um, I think that's going to work really, really, really well with what Oscar Pereira is um, is trying to do here. Uh, as you guys, as Eddie and Cleon had pointed out, we were in the scrimmage. You know, when years past, it's been working down the wings, long crosses, long balls in. Maybe Dwyer will jump over and get something, or who knows? Eddie, who do you who do, who do you think is your dark horse in your? Uh... The, the one I'm most excited about is I think um, I think people are underrating. I've, I've kind of changed my opinion on this, on how impactful a goalie is if you're a goalkeeper. If you look at the, the best teams in the league, they have goalkeepers that, that can change a game. They, they can save a game. Stefan Fry, among others, right? Brad Guzan, I hate Atlanta, but he's made some big saves for them, right? And I think Gallese can, can really kind of get the, the back line set up well. He's got experience. People are going to trust him. And I think he can make some big game-changing saves. But I, I really – I'm digging Junior Orso, man. That guy is a unit. Like, athleticism, he looks ah, strong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 90 minutes. Don't get me wrong. 90 minutes. Um, the guy played a bajillion minutes last year. Uh-huh. Box to box. They're going to play double pivot. And I think we're going to see some some bangers from Urso. Oh, I think I, it's going to be I box agree. to box. I agree on that. But, I think it's going to uh, come in late runs from, from there. I think it's going to help. And I think Mendes develops a little but. I think you're going to be surprised. You're going to see some of those Iguita goals from Mende, uh, from Urso. Urso. I'm saying Urso is going to have four or five, four to six goals this year. It's going to be tremendously helpful. But but he 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 has the ability and wherewithal to play along, cover a lot of space. Mendes could cover a lot of space. And the thing I like about this team, and Urso helps represent this, and Gallese, is this team is much more athletic than our old our teams were before. And I think I think we could we could we could play different ways that way. We could pressure. We could counter. We could do a lot of stuff when you have smart players like this who come from better leagues and who are athletic. The only reason why I chose the goalkeeper because the goalkeeper is basically the only we've never had a goalkeeper that plays for a national team uh, play for for Orlando City. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's why I go with the uh, the goalkeeper. Ryan Rowe didn't play for a national team. Oh, come. <laughs> I thought Joe Bendick deserved some USA time. Hey, well, our defense was horrible. That's why he played. He, he played came, great. He, he came in. He came into camp, and they were like, we "Did uh, that one to trigger Eddie?" Yeah. I, can, I can see. I can yeah. see. I can definitely see Urso becoming uh, that Juan type signing we had last year. Yeah, I'm talking about as far as with the fans. Yeah. He just seems. He's a, he seems like he's a little bit of a character. He, bro. he seems charismatic. Yeah, he's, I'm digging. I'm digging the whole like tats, especially like. The, you know, like no, I'm like the you know the kind of fighting back racism stuff. I dig all that stuff, and I'm pro fro completely. And uh, um, pro fro, yeah. And uh, uh, so is that what Dwyer's doing? Trying to get a fro? No, no, no. Pro but fro. I, what I think is, yeah, <laughs> I think Urso. I think I think uh, Donut and Knox on him was like he would check out and he would be invisible. I think he's got something to prove um, here. That's what I'm hoping. I think we got the right coach to motivate him. But I think those who love like hustle and all that stuff, I think they're gonna like Urso. I think Urso can be a fan favorite. I think Urso is gonna gonna surprise some people. He comes in, tackles, just wrecks a, an Atlanta guy, takes the ball and hits a banger from twenty. Man, gonna be I, every, there's gonna be froze on the wall. There's people just having fake froze. I'll be honest with you. I'm just happy that we actually have a team that looks like a team. 
Yeah. And the couple of years back, the team doesn't look like a team. They didn't look like this. Actually, looks. I mean, you got Colombians, you got Brazilians, you got Argentinians, you got. I mean, Portuguese, Peruvians. Peruvians. You got it all. You got a mixture of what a team should be. Yeah. You know. Uh, and I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this team right. to see what you know Oscar is going to put out there. And, and I want to say this: there's a lot of unknown. We don't know how good Ursel is going to translate. We don't know the center back Carlos <laughs> if he ever you know shows up or the Brazilian embassy <laughs> gets their stuff together, right? Or if he's done taking well, pictures. Or supposedly <laughs> he was on his way, right? Yeah. Or well, they, they, they they expect him to join in Mexico, and um and then but Schlegel to me has been the one that's been getting minutes with Jansen. They had the pictures together. They're being instructed, and Papa Dijon has been working with the, like the U17s and the U19s and OCB. Even down that far, huh? <laughs> he was out there with the U13s. I saw them myself. No, I'm just kidding. No, but he was out there with the U, you know, like both scrimmages Friday night and Saturday. It was the U19 mixed with OCB, and that's where that's where Dijon was. So he's not like the star, he's not earmarked to be the starter, in my opinion, and. So we don't know how that pairing is going to work. Center backs need to work together and pair, and then they need to match up with the back line and all that. So we, we're going to see how we come off the blocks. We still don't really have two wingers. We just have Nani, and I don't know who's going to be the other winger. And But I know that we're still looking for someone else. We're still shopping. So hopefully Castillo. we try to bring we try to bring <coughs> in a, a, a winger that? before. So, and we talked about it here. We talked about two strikers. But if they keep shopping for wingers, then they're probably not going for two strikers. I'm going to tell you what, though. Uh, you asked about which one of the new guys would be dark horses. My actual real dark horses, uh, the two guys that came late last year that JLC don't want to give playing time to because, you know, maybe a little communication thing. MP. He don't want to get him caught up to speed real fast. Mauricio Pereira and, and Rabinho. And a lot of people sleep on Rabinho. That dude's got I, talent. I, I, I agree. I that agree dude's got talent. I forgot I about wasn't, him too. He wasn't bad. Everybody does. People yeah, forget I actually liked him. At one point last year, we had the top two guys in the league and expected goals, but didn't create on our team. Rubinho was number one, and then Dom Dwyer was number two. So if those guys, if we can get one of those dudes to start converting, that would be a great first step. Yeah. And then if for some way both of those guys can convert their expected goal opportunities, mm -hmm. I'm 100% with Cleon. I could see Rubinho. A we lot know of people completely 100%. sleep on Rubinho. We know 100% Rubinho is a Ricardo guy. Right, we know yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely 100%. So, so none of this stories about, oh, JOC brought in this guy, but JOC brought in that guy. No. Yeah. Robinho is 100% a Ricardo guy. That's why we kept him. And well, I think we would not have kept him if, if they didn't see at least, you know, some significant. There's a, there's a lot of... Uh, the, a lot of Ricardo guys that aren't J, that weren't uh, JOC guys. Yeah, well, Nani was one of them. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, one one of the guys, one of the things we're going to see here now Nani. is what we what we what we people didn't read like you didn't see right away, but if you look from the outside now with a little bit of hindsight, you can see that the way some players were used and not used, not everybody was on the same page, right? So sometimes a coach wants certain players for certain reasons, right? And they see it differently, and they they try to meet somewhere in the middle. And that the scouts and stuff try to bring the players to the, the coach that he wants, right? But the way some people were used or not used, or I, not I, used at all, yeah, not used at all. I think there was a there was a like a break there between what the front office thought they had uh, brought people for and how James O'Connor used them. So Rubinho, I think, is one of those guys. Remember, he came in, he was working his butt off, he was tracking back on defense. JSC took him out, he cried, never saw him again. Remember that? 
And, uh, you know, I said, in Ireland, there's no crying. All we have is rain, is what he told him. Just kidding. I just made that up. But uh, um, <laughs> where Robinho, what, what, we, he, lo- he loses the ball, <laughs> right? He doesn't finish that well. But, but there, there were some, some stuff that you can see that were positive. He's tracked back on defense, right? He, he's got pace. He can, he can handle. And he, he can play even centrally and pass. Well, I do think there's a lot there. So I think Robinho, if we have a true open competition, a striker and wing and winger, I, I'm interested to see how those come out. And I think Robinho has a decent shot at the winger because I'd rather see Benji centrally anyways. And um, Robinho has his family here now. He's got his wife here. He's got a green card. He's been settled. I mean, come on, living in Columbus versus living in Orlando and you're Brazilian, huge difference. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, a guy who speaks his language. Etc. Just having you know? your family with just you. having your family. So they, I think they're 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 earmarking Robinho to be a little bit of a dark horse, and we got to get goals from somewhere, man. Imagine Urso busts out four or five. Robinho gets four, right? Dom Dom misses makes some of those layups that he missed last year, and now now we're cooking with gas. Yep, I agree. All right, let's talk about now uh, what we didn't fix yet. What needs to be fixed, uh, Eddie? You kind of said uh, a winger. You know, yeah, winger, uh, uh, a left back to challenge Moutinho to start. Who who's going to take? Who's going to be the backup if Moutinho huh? gets hurt again? Kamal right Miller is the backup. Kamal oh, Miller, and Kyle Smith, huh? No, no, I don't look center back. Bro. Yeah, but I think this group, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously up to Pareja, but I don't. No I don't think the people who drafted Miller saw him as a left back. Yeah, I know Canada plays him out of left back, but we also play Breck Shea left back because Jurgen Klinsmann said to it. How'd that work out? You know, so um, so I think they see him more as a center back. Jansen needs a left-footed backup too, right? And um, he needs to take a few games off here. And oh, there, I definitely so. think Miller's so. more of a center back. But you guys are saying if Joao gets hurt and we have nobody to stick Kyle, there, Kyle then Smith, I guess is one of the other maybe two Kyle center Smith. Backs. But we'll see. Uh, well, we'll have to see. What else do you guys think? I mean, uh, do we need do we need a left backs? I mean, fullbacks. Do we need a striker? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. But. It's it's weird with the striker because like we don't. We need a, a we need a goal scorer. We need goals, but we have so many so many strikers. It's like, I mean, you got Patino. It'd be nice you to get Dwyer. rid of one of them and then bring another one in. But we have a, a, a we have Patino. We got Dwyer. We got Benji. We got Tesho. We got uh, DK. Quantity isn't always quality. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. You got it's two quarterbacks. Same. You got no quarterbacks. Yeah. You know? Now we have we have literally five strikers. We don't know what we're gonna get from any of them. Well, I know what I'll get from Tesho. He's about the only one I know what I'm going to get from. Yeah. 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 Tesho is the ideal, like, backup, I guess. But right now it's looking like well, he's yeah. the first man, you know. If At least was, in my if opinion. If it was based on last year, Dom Dwyer is the third, you know, third on the depth chart. If it was based on last year between Tesho and Benji. But hopefully it's an open competition. If he, if he wakes up and snaps into it and, and he's actually whatever 90% of what, like, the OGs think he is, then, you know, I'd welcome that. But he hasn't been that since 2014, which is what I've been trying to say when we got him. Yeah, and it doesn't bode well when he's semi-trolling fans. Fans. It's early in the season. Let's not. Man, this guy's a weirdo. (laughs) Plain and simple. Who? Tom Dwyer is weird. Is he weird? Yeah. You, you don't like his hair, dude, do you? I don't care about his hair, dude. I don't care if he's – I don't care whatever he does. I always, score goals. I, I always care. look back to – we were in Atlanta last year, and we lost 1-0, to zero, and I just – I still have nightmares about that. That I mean, Guzan literally looked like he was at the other goal, the other post, mm-hmm. and Dwyer got it on his 
on his left foot on the opposite post, and somehow it hit Guzan right in the chest. Yeah, he didn't have a great year. I always so. just think back to that, and I'm just like, you, we knew at that moment that it was not going to be Dom's year. Yeah. We knew right then and there. We, we were like, there. oh, we got a chance to get a result in Atlanta on the road. We're playing really well. And Dom, if you can't make that, man, we know it's going to be a tough year. Well, and well, it was. It was a really, really, really tough year. Yeah, and look, uh, Oscars, it was obvious we were going after a striker with, you know, Herman Cano. So it's not like the club hasn't. Hasn't recognized that, and uh, we don't really have two wingers in the club, or at least where we know they're lockdown starters. The club recognizes. So, so far, they're identifying what most of us think are problem spots, right? Except for left back. and um, But they haven't they haven't been able to bring a, a couple of those across the line yet. So, I don't know, man. We're going to see. We have at least we have options. Hopefully, Pareja can, can manage them and get something out of them. I've said it before that Pareja's clubs didn't need it like a... a um, a striker to score 20 goals to score a lot of goals. He had Max or Rudy, and that team was still fantastic. I mean, he didn't score more than, what, 10, 12 goals, I think. Yep. Clan, uh, what do you think? Uh, any uh, any additions that we need to add or anything like that? Uh, what do you think? I think we definitely need some left-back depth. Because, um, yeah. you know, Matino, he's, he might always have a little bit of an issue here and there. So, I mean, we definitely need some left-back depth. I mean, we only have one, so hundred percent. So uh, we could definitely use that. Uh, we definitely could use some scoring. We definitely can use some scoring. Yeah, because I mean, even even DK is not really a scorer like that. No. So um, the only one that's really I would really say that's you know he's a scorer like is is Benji. Um, Dom, he's he's a he's a thirteen. I've said it before. He's a thirteen goal. The season guy. Yeah. At I mean, his, you know, when he's in form. I feel like if you get Benji enough minutes, he'll, he'll get 13. Oh, I mean, he'll get that easy. Easily. For like me, he'll, I, he'll, he'll, he'll just accidentally be there. By for, accident. By, he just, <laughs> he just because of how aggressive he is in the box yeah, and, he's and his pace. He's a, he's a hungry and, 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 and another thing we talked about, like some of those guys from last year, we, and Perea had some, some impact in the games he was in. That last game, I know, was the Chicago Fire, but man, Benji a striker and Perea's through balls and stuff. I mean, that was, that was good looking stuff. Um, get Pereira with Nani and and Urso and and Mendez and and you know there's some it's like it's like a new signing it's like because he was hurt and he wasn't really here and he's got a whole year on he's gonna have a whole off season under him and a whole new uh, training camp it's just like a new signing to me yeah it's like we just brought in a DP people are underrating how big of an impact he could have on the entire game the entire pitch um, a guy as good as Marisa Pereira I don't think that. I mean, obviously the FO is looking for a striker, but I also think that they may just think that if we can build the other 10 spots yeah. and get guys like Mauricio Pereira and Nani and maybe a Fabian Castillo type of guy um, and the, and at, at, at wingers, then you have the Urso and Mendez midfield, which we're all really excited for. We got speed out on with Juan, and Moutinho is hopefully going to keep keep enhancing but i don't know if they're necessarily looking to to I, I feel like they don't want to be put in a position where they were which we are putting them in where they have to make a move because i don't think they want to make a bad decision you know i don't think they want to jump into to to trying to sign a goal because then you risk the the point of running this guy flopped we already have a flop on our roster and now once we get rid of this flop we got another flop to deal with for two yeah. more years remember they so. bring someone in and they don't move down they got to pay both of those guys yeah uh, um and there's still another window in the summer and the summer is where you could get you have more access to european players 
right now the winter is always known, at least in Europe, as the the window where you overpay and stuff like that, right? So I mean, maybe maybe they try to make it work with what we have in the summer. We bring in a striker. These guys are always thinking. They're always moving. You know, we, or you might not have to. You might not have to. What yeah, do these guys pan know. out? Yeah. So DK, let me let, let's ben, see. Even let, like like Leon says, Benji. I mean, you never, Benji could have double digit goals. By the summer transfer period, yeah, I mean, we yeah. know who our striker is. You know, exactly. same thing with Tesho's. You know, it does, uh, with what we're building around, we're hoping that you know a lot of those opportunities that Tesho had last year and even that Benji had were right there. You know, they were like sitters. You know, yeah. Dom had a ton of sitters too and missed them. Yeah, yeah. So we're hey. hoping that if we can keep providing sitters, that eventually they'll start going in. Yeah, look and and uh, yeah, I mean Dom just returns to the mean. You know, yep. then he he has like fourteen goals. Um, and remember, Tesho played in this system already with uh, with Oscar Pareja. That could be an asset. Um, real quick, Castillo. Rumors have it that he might might be signing with Orlando. There's whatever. What do you guys think? What have you guys heard about Castillo? Um, Queretaro, right? Is that how you say it? Queretaro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They uh, signed his replacement. So... Originally, his contract was up in six months, and Taylor Twelman uh, tweeted that you know he 100% expects him to see him in, in MLS. Uh, he played for Oscar P over in Dallas. Oscar P made him who he was, sent him over to Mexico, and they they really worked well with each other. Um, I would not be surprised to see this move be announced before the season starts, um, and if for some reason it doesn't happen during. The next few days, which would be the transfer period, it, I think it definitely happens in the summer. Um, right now, it's just on a transfer fee. If there is going to be one, his contract expires in six months. So obviously, we're not trying to pay too much of a fee, especially for when the player has, I'm sure, openly expressed um, that he wants to come to Orlando. So I don't think they want to overpay, or maybe they don't want to pay at all, which wouldn't be the most you know crazy thing to think about. So if we don't get him now, I definitely think. Uh, they sit and they wait and they just they help walk right in the door in July. Any of you guys? I, the, the, yeah, what Alex said, spot on. I hope it happens. I think he'll he'll fit right in. I, I liked him as a player. He gave us a hard time when we faced him and and yeah, it's a question. If you could get him for free in six months, then is that I mean is that worth it? We have to be smart um, with our decisions here. We just can't just just you know throw money around. It's not really an option. So um, yeah. I think that's what's going to, you know, I think it's likely, but I'm not going to say it's 100% yet. He plays out left. No, do, you think, do you think Nani would move to the right? if, if we Nani, Nani played in the right for Man United, and, you know, I think he could, he could do that just fine. I I'm mean, sure. both of them are right-footed. I think they'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. It's just who do they trust more of both feet? I'd probably say Nani, you know? All right, let's uh, talk about the coaching. Coaching uh, the whole assistant coaches and coaches. We got the Colombian uh, Papi Oscar Perea, who is our head coach, and then we have the assistant coaches Osman Baz Bazan, 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 like Basil, but Bazan, Bazan, <laughs> and then uh, Fabian Bazan, the uh, Argentinians, and then Cesar Baeda from Venezuela. Did I say that one right, or do you have no clue? You me, yeah, I don't know. I might have to look at that one. Baena, 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 last name is Well. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Baena, yeah. Baena. See, I said it right. No, but yeah, that's close. So, Baena. Yeah. Caesar Baena. So, from Venezuela. So, we have a bilingual uh, coaching staff. Trilingual. And trilingual, too, because uh, I bet you Cesar speaks Portuguese also mm -hmm. from Venezuela, which is a, a big common 
And uh, the Argentinians might speak German, so it could be quad oh quadlingual. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. So will this help, uh, you guys think? Because, like, James O'Connor, Jason For Christ, sure. They weren't uh, Spanish speakers. So, well, yeah. For like me, Clint? this is going to be one of the biggest, biggest uh, differences we've had as far. I think this has been a major, 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 major issue with this club. Agreed. Since day one. Since day one. We've had coaches that were not only uh, – Say it. Uh, <laughs> Blanco. How do I word this? How do I word this? Um, singular speaking. Singular. Singular. Oh, they're just lingual. Uh, Cleon, I got a word for this. Lingual. My dad, my Barely, dad, my dad the, the original poppy here, um, he has a word for it. He calls it monolingual. <laughs> monolingual. <laughs> he, it, he said, no, he said, someone said, you're bilingual. He said, yeah, you, you just speak one language, you're monolingual. So he dubbed it, the term is actually singulingular. Yeah, but we, <laughs> we, like, we've not only had coaches that were... Singular. This way, but I mean, notoriously this way. Like, I mean, I'm like, I've lived like in America I'll, my whole life. I could, I can understand about only fifty percent of James O'Connor what he actually said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we've had coaches, in, especially in between. I'm not too sure about Christ. Christ was probably a little less this way than uh, Adrian and and James. But with Adrian and James, man, they're just like they just had no interest in. And these uh, non-English speaking players, and it's bro. Funny cause they Adrian, just didn't want to deal with it, didn't want to try to teach them, didn't want to take the time. It's funny how Adrian Heath is like that, but he loves his Colombian players. They keep bringing them in and they keep flopping, whether it's Angelo, whatever, over there. Because they can't get Carlos on the same page. And Darwin Quintero, all these guys, you know. Look, I will say this growing up in a household where Spanish is first. If you speak Spanish first, it is difficult to understand English British, just anything. Irish, Scottish. It's very difficult to understand. And um, and I think uh, if you're having, especially with these lone guys, if you're having young players like that, you're taking a chance on, I think they're more likely to develop if they understand what's going on a little better. They feel less lost. Sometimes if you can actually be able to do something, but you don't know what's going on, so you appear lost. Or you have the appearance of lacking effort, but you're not sure what's going on. It doesn't mean James didn't find a way, I'm sure. He tried, but I'm saying there's a level of comfort. Like look, one of the funny, one of the things that I didn't know about, like Andres Pareja, um, Oscar Pareja knows his dad. You know, Andres Pareja's dad, um, and stuff like that. That's a level of comfort right there, and um, I think that it helps. It helps overall for people to be able to just uh, acclimate here better, can produce more quickly, and feel more comfortable, and and just play more, and just to to act. Quickly, when you when you understand a system, you understand what's expected of you. You react right instead of acting, and it becomes second nature. I think communication is key to that. So I think it's every la every big club coaches know multiple language. It makes a difference. My beloved Arsenal, Unai Emery didn't speak English very well. You know they were confused. And you got a good point there, uh, Eddie. That every uh, top team, basically the coaches are bilingual or even trilingual. Right. Go ahead. My issue beyond our coach, our head coaches we had, they like this seemed like they even refused to bring in assistant coaches that were bilingual. Like I don't understand in this day and age, man, in this league where where almost everyone's international, there's probably more internationals than domestic at this point. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy. So not only there's one thing if you don't, but you should at least bring in some of the people that that could help 
back up your weaknesses and and, and, and help. Uh, I can't communicate to them. At least my right hand man's gonna be able to. Yeah, you know what ends up happening? Clicks is what happening. That's another thing. People talk about clicks, but you know what happens? We, you go and you talk, and you're from Colombia, right? And the guy's Irish. He's talking, or just Jason Christ. He's talking robot. You don't understand it, right? And you say, "Qué dijo? What do you say?" Right? And you go to Christian Higita, or you go to Yoshi, or you go to someone, and you ask them, what did they say? And now you're like, hey, let's go practice, and you're interrupting. It's like class, right? You're, you don't know what the teacher says. You ask your, your, your kid next to you, and they're like, stop talking in class. And you, you end up forming cliques because people can't communicate. But that's, uh, that's he, been he, happening since uh, the Adrian Heat days. Yeah, exactly. So You, I, know, you had your Spanish, mm-hmm. your Portuguese and Spanish, the Latinos all together, mm-hmm. the Latins, and then you had your... American and English speakers, all uh, which none of them spoke to each other, but when they had to get on the field, they don't know how to communicate with each yeah, other. Yeah, and that was the problem. They still need to learn to communicate on the field, etc. But you're going to learn some things by default. If the coach, they, they said Oscar Baleja when he's coaching, he's talking English, Spanish, and Portuguese, just, just throwing them all out at the same time, you're going to start picking up stuff. Right, so everybody is learning more languages at the same time, learning how to communicate with each other. So everybody's learning, and I think. Teams that win are good clubhouses that are unified. If you look right now at the football teams in the Super Bowl, they talk about how great their locker rooms are, right? All the baseball teams talk about the locker rooms. The basketball, the locker rooms. Uh, Atlanta, they seem like they all get along except for, you know, Barco and, you know, his pitchers. But uh, Seattle, they seem like they got along, right? LAFC, you need to have a good locker room. In a locker room, unity, language is one of those things that breaks down barriers. If you could communicate with each other. And look at Chris Mueller. I mean, he's learning Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't and learn. He knows, bro. Yeah, well, he Chris knows, but I mean, he, he, had to, he had to learn it, yeah. you know. Well, he'd learn it before he was here. Yeah, yeah. Chris Mueller came in But he took that. his time to, to learn the language. Yeah. And with some of these players, you know, I look at Juan. He's learning English mm-hmm. and everything. Some of these players come in and they, they learn English also, Yeah. you know, which it works out both ways. So. Exactly. All right, guys. Let's talk about Nani. He finally got a long rest, got married uh, during the off season. For the people that didn't know, he was uh, he was single. Well, he was single. He was shacking up. Well, he was whatever. And he finally got married in the off season, spent his off time in the Cape Verde Islands and in Portugal uh, at his wedding. And then he did some uh, stuff down the Cape Verde and the island that uh, where his family's from down in Africa. And uh, so he came back. He came actually about two weeks earlier or three weeks earlier than uh, uh, training camp. <laughs> and he, uh, he did some uh, promotions for uh, MLS with the new uh, body armor. Body armor. And then uh, he came back. What do you guys think? Is this going to be his year here with Orlando City now that he's fully rested He's concentrating. He didn't come after playing 20 games, 30 games with Sporting Lisbon and then coming here to the MLS. So if he doesn't produce, we can't say that he's tired now. So is the, you guys think this is going to be the year for him? I wish I could hear JJ's opinion first, but <laughs> uh, I feel like it's going to be controversial. But, uh, but for me, I, I think – I think he trade the year that he's gained in age with the full off season, and I think he'll give us at least what he gave us last year, probably a little bit more. But I don't. I mean, I don't expect um, some twenty-five goal season from Nani. You know, I don't think that's the player that he is. For me, I, I expect another. What do you have? Twelve and ten for his whole ten MLS assists. But 
I could see it being more like 13, 14 goals and 13, 14 assists. Um, but for me, it's going to be pretty similar to, I mean, he played really, really well last year. He had a bad stretch during the summer, but that happens to everybody every year in Orlando for some reason. So I, I don't know if that was on the lack of rest or if that was just being in Orlando in the summer. That's, I mean, players have been able to rest and they still crap out in the summer. So, uh, for me, I think that, um, I think you could expect much of the same. I just think everybody around him is going to produce more. And I think if we're going to make the playoffs, that's has to be the answer. We can't. Nani gave us 90% last year. So even if he gives us 100%, that alone will not be the difference to push us into the playoffs. We need everybody else around him to, to produce much more. Um, I like what Clan was saying earlier about Mauricio. And I think you're going to be able to see Mauricio and Nani. And I think those two guys together are going to launch us forward um if they can have 25 combined assists mls assists 25 or 30 this year i don't think there's any way we miss the playoffs so um that's what we're looking for but like i said we're just looking for guys around him to step up i don't i don't expect Nani to do much more than what he did last year because he already did pretty well for us last year in my opinion so i disagree shocker I, i disagree with you i think he's gonna do way more way more okay. way more uh first off it's 2020 What's happening in 2020? The Euros? Europe. European mm-hmm. Cup. I think he wants to be called one more time to Portugal. He did. And uh, Captain after, uh, after Ronaldo. And Ronaldo. And uh, he hasn't been called up. And the big stuff that was being talked in Portugal while I was there is Nani, they want him back on the national team. Oh, yeah? He hasn't been called up since then. Since the basically European Cup. I love Nani, but I don't want him gone for six uh, weeks. Uh, yeah, all. I know. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Sorry, Portugal. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. this is why I think that he's going to show off and he's going, knowing Nani and seeing him play, when it comes to European World Cup times, he produces. He did it with Valencia. When he was at Valencia, he, he showed off. Man, you. I think this year he's going to he's going to. I'm not saying he's breaking records or anything like that, but he's going to show that he can still play and he still has it in the tank and where Fernando Santos will call him up to the Portuguese national team in June. I don't want that because that's going to hurt us big time. That'll because the season. And, 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 and we got, what do we got? We got the goalkeeper that's going to be, is yeah. it, aren't they? Per, well, playing for, for yeah, Peru, who's probably going to be out. Number, yeah, he's the number one goalie. For he's the yeah, number one Peru's going to play maybe three, four games. Portugal the, the, is there, probably going to no, go the whole is there, way. Is there no so. tourney? Huh? Is there no tournament in South America this year? I don't. I I forgot. I they got Copa America it. this year. Yeah, well, they, they, Copa America is twenty twenty one. They, they I mean they they won. They've won the tournament. They got to the finals. You know, so they uh, they got to the finals with him last time. Remember, he he shut down. So it against Uruguay in the semis. Yeah, but, but I mean, um, I could deal with Brian Rowe for five weeks. I can't deal without. Nani no, this for is five the, this weeks. is what we need. We need him to like he's super motivated to get caught up and to not get caught up. That's what we need. I agree. We That's need him we to play just better enough to be better. I want him to be motivated to be called up. And then when he doesn't get called up, to ball out more to show them that they were wrong. That's I, what we need. I, I, no? I've, What's wrong with that, Cleon? I just can't believe y'all are still falling for JJ's tricks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all are still falling for JJ's mind tricks, man. Yeah, man. J- huh? Y'all don't see what, what he's my, over here doing. Yeah. What mind tricks? What JJ is, tricks? is over here trying to. He's trying to. What he's he, try- no, no. He's, oh, JJ he, doesn't really believe no, it. He's just no, setting this up no, no, so we can. He's fall. trying to. He's trying to set him up to fail. That's what he's trying to. Do. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. JJ's no. trying, to, want JJ's to, trying to say, "Oh yeah, he's, he's going to do all this." So everyone says, "Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going to expect 24 goals from Nani this year or something like that. Oh, no one, no one, Nani ain't scoring no 20 goals. Yeah, yeah. So then he has a reason to crap on him later. Oh, I won't fine. crap on him. Okay. Well, look, I, I think actually want him to do good. Do mm, I, I want okay. to. <laughs> Clown's always cynical. JJ's like, it's raining. Clown's like, I don't know. That could be a sprinkler. That's what my dad. That's what my dad says. If he if, if he tells you it's eight o'clock, you better go check the time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't get to to not have a job and still get paid like Cleon without a little cynicism, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh so uh, though, I think Nani with the rest, I think it's gonna help with a full season of Perea. It's gonna help. Just man, I, I think gotta with, pay myself a, today. Yeah, you can, <laughs> with a I think with a it's coach Wednesday. with a. Again, I think uh, so you can go tomorrow too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this, the, this is my third day. Yeah, I better uh, <laughs> I uh, with a better coach in my opinion, right? And I. Uh, uh, I think he's going to have a better year, but I, I think he's going to learn how to pace himself a little better, get through the summer and these stuff um, better. Where he obviously had like a down six weeks there, where it, it looks like he was getting a bit tired. I think the facilities are going to help with that too, and I think um, he's just going to—he knows the league, he knows what to expect, and he—he he, he seems like a guy who picks his spots. And I think he's just <laughs> going to get better and better. I think we'll have we'll have a better year. I don't know if we'll we'll see. 15 or something more goals but i think like 25 like i know i think like 12 to 12 to 14 or something but like double digit assist i could see that I if see i get 10 and 10 from nani i'll be more than happy does 12 anybody, where 12? does nani live does he live down near osceola or is he so living up here? he um, jj i figured would know i don't know where he lives yeah just he lives in south orlando so he's close to the train that's all i yeah. need to know does he have to spend an hour and no, 15 minutes no. around or both ways uh, in the car, or? no no probably in about 30 minutes he would get there yeah, because, you know, just sitting in a car all day or at least three hours a day is yeah. not the best oh for gosh, athletes yeah. that go every day. So, <laughs> Yeah, athletes. They just bought a house. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's, he's no more... Uh, no more Lake Yola Fall for J.J.'s tricks, yeah. man. So, I yeah, I, I, think, I think Nani... No, I think Nani's going to ball out, man. I mean, he balled out last year. I think he can... I mean, compared with the team that we had last year. I mean, the point is, out, is so. I, I think he wants to go play for the national team. Yeah. No, uh, that's a good I mean, motivator. And I, that is a motivator. That and, I, and I think and and this so is forth. an opportunity for him to basically, you know, go play for the national team. And I think it's going to be he, he's going to ball out. So Fernando Santos. Could Let's call hope him. just 50 percent of that. I would expect correct. I would expect about the same amount of goals or maybe one or two less. Depending on if he's taking PKs and stuff like that, I won't expect him to miss as many as he missed last year. Mm-hmm. Block. He missed a couple last year, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. He, then uh, I would ex- uh, I would expect um, around the same number of goals, plus minus two. With uh, I would expect a bunch more assists. Of your favorite MLS assists, or maybe I'm, somebody I'm else's? My, Well, yeah, obviously it's going to be a bunch a bunch more fake MLS assists, but I mean real ones. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. Uh, I think he's trying to be the face of MLS this year. He's going to be the and if he could get a called up to a big club, a big national team like Portugal from the MLS, that says something. Yeah, that would be a huge. I mean, I think that's going to. If be. he gets called up, he's going to play, and that could tell Portuguese. They're not going to waste a spot on on a thirty two year old if he's not going to be a major component of the team. So well, if he gets I mean, called up, he's going to play thirty four, thirty five year old play who yeah. who needs his Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh, oh man, come on, Ronaldo's dude. balling out. Give me a mind. break. But yeah, Ronaldo's. You just, tell me how. Uh, this is for another story. Yeah, that's another story. Hey, how do you did do that at that age? Crap on Cristiano Ronaldo. No, huh? No, he you did. got you got the new stars coming out now. Bernardo oh, okay. Silva, yeah. Jean Felix. Ronaldo's still the man. Anyways, we'll move on from that. There's room for it. Look, it's Ronaldo. I'll talk to you. I in thought you were Messi when, you're, when you're praying for Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo's. Ronaldo. I like I like Messi and Ronaldo, but Ronaldo's still the man. 
Ronaldo at this age is balling out, so I think Edge Ronaldo. But anyways, especially on the Portuguese team. Mm. That's for another day. All right. Yeah. So uh, who do we need more from this year? Uh-huh. What player? Oh, that's easy. Okay, Cleon, you got it. That's easy. I say Dom, so go ahead. That's easy, bro. It, we, you know what? I'm not even going to say it's just Dom. If Dom's starting, we definitely need a whole bunch more for you. We just need we need more from whoever's up top of the, at that striker position. Um, It's got to happen, man. It's got to happen. You can't let the team down this year. If it's Benji, you better step up, bro. They give you they give you that shot. Take it. Don't give it back. I wouldn't. I know it's going to sound weird. <laughs> and I don't know if he can give us more, but I'd love to have Huan get, give us more because last year That's a good one. he was fantastic. He was running down running down the wing. He just burned people. But that finishing quality of, of the cross just wasn't there. And if he can, I don't want to say, oh, we need more from him, but if we can get more from him, I think that will be a huge catalyst. That's actually a pretty. That's better. actually a pretty good one. We need that end of that uh, final ball, that second half of the season, yeah. late second half of the season version of Juan when he was, you know, when everything was starting to come together. We need that version for the whole year. Yeah, I, like, I agree with that. Like that one with uh, Ita to Ruan to Benji go against Columbus. Yep. That kind of dime or one time, one, one time pass where he cut in. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. It on that was a good show right there. I mean, I would love to see just more of that. Just that was definitely kind of a good burning one. inside and flicking it on. So. Yeah, for sure. We we yeah, Ruan took a bit to get Johnson too, year. man. Yeah, Johnson too. Johnson would be a little more consistent. This yeah, year. we we, we really need a lot help. more consistency. He gets a pass him. because he's rough and big, and we'll leave it there. But uh, um, he wasn't that consistent at times, in my opinion. And a little, you know, uh, consistency in the backline would help. And, um, yeah, I think we just need more goals. We need someone to step up. Robinho, uh, Mueller, and we need Dom to, you know, we need somebody to get anybody. We need someone to get double digits goals. We need somebody up there, man. We And I think I think this year, I think with, with the additions we've made, and I think with, with Pereira playing often, I think we're going to have easier chances to create goals. I think our attack's going to be better, and we're going to be a better structured disciplined team and uh someone needs to take those chances because i think they're going to be there i you know i'd pick a benji to, to with his finishing ability to do so but we need somebody who we didn't think was going to score double digits to score double digits and the people who are supposed to score double digits the striker need to score double digits we that's how we became a player that's, that's like very low bar no i'm saying like but we yeah i mean we need we need like 15 from the you striker. Need to be, you need to be closer you need to be closer to 20 than you are to 10 let's put it that way yeah that's true <laughs> but and we need somebody else we need to me we need like three guys yeah. in the double digits yeah i to me Agree. uh who i think we need more from is on the uh, left side left back um we had montino injury acosta last year uh kamal miller we never had that true true left back form um i think montino is going to be the starter unless we do sign some spectacular left back uh if not i don't know what uh, oscar is going to play and you know if he's going to play a three in the back and then let the ruan and uh, montino play more up front but montino did play good when he was in um he's crossing the ball he's making nice plays but I, I, I want to see uh, that left side a little bit more just dedicated to one person in the, instead of how it was last year when injuries and Acosta starting and then Montino coming in and then 
Acosta not seeing eye to eye with the coach and then Kamal Miller while Montino was hurt. So that left back, I think, needs to be. And, of course, the scoring. We definitely need scoring. Like you guys all say, it's, I mean, Dom can't miss those nice, perfect, like, Atlanta game right there in front of the goal, easy to put in, and you, you shank it. Um, you need those goals, and those are those are the goals that are going to win games yeah. and get us over the hump if we're on that, you know, red line and everything. So definitely the starters, uh, the strikers, excuse me, definitely need to come up big, and we need to score goals. But like you were saying, Eddie, Urso, Mendez, Pereira, those guys probably going to get some more goals this year than they did last year. And I, I think we need to be able to hold a lead, too. That'll be If we were able to hold four leads last year out of all those road ones, we're in the playoffs easily. And we need goals that change games, man. Those goals, when you're playing a good team that, that's better on paper, you have to take your chances. I just, you know, yeah. that's what we need. We need to get to take our chances and, and, and be able to hold games out and, and, and pull them off. Uh, Pareja was famous for those one nothing kind of games like that. We need to grind out results sometimes, and I feel like we finally got the coach for that. We don't have a superstar team on paper, but if we have a team that's disciplined and makes some key goals and takes the chances when they're there, then I think we're a playoff team. Yeah, we need we need to jump. We need to jump from sevens, too, because that midfield needs to lock down, man. Yeah. He has a little inconsistency. He's kind of like the same as, like, uh, Janssen. Yeah, yeah, last for sure. year, mm-hmm. it's where he was, you know, you look very good at times, and then other times you're a little inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, I we're just hoping that the guys that we brought in are able to elevate the guys that we had before, and yeah. if that can happen, then the roster's built. I think they did exactly what they wanted to do. They maybe missed on, unlike Miami, they maybe you know Ricardo and and Muzi maybe missed on one or two signings if that but other than that we we pretty much you know hit it out of the ballpark this offseason so if those guys that we brought in can translate and, and make the other guys that we've already had that we thought were really good the Yatsen, you know Juan Mendez, uh, Mendez if, if they can Moutinho even if they can make those guys even Nani if they can make those guys elevate their game then we're we're in good shape and I, I think a guy with experience like Urso and Pardea can, can definitely help yep all righty guys well when are we going to go back on? In about two weeks? Yeah, we should be having our season preview. Season preview, yeah, predictions, we'll make our predictions. And stuff like that. Our Philadelphia, baby. No. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, we'll probably come back on after a couple of preseason games or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. Be, we'll be at after the February we got, 8th We got game. something to see. Well, the three of us will be there, right? Um, I'll be at all of them. Yeah, well, I don't know. JJ's probably I'm not, not going to be, be in, so. I didn't know it was uh, Saturday. I yeah, well, follow I, us. We'll, we'll probably give those tickets away somehow. So yeah. we'll keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out. We're going to do it on Instagram, actually, not Twitter this time. So follow oh, us on Instagram. Instagram. We'll be giving away the preseason tickets. Shout out to you're Orlando's. Gonna a, you're going to get a whole bunch of people that don't even live here grabbing the Instagram one. Hey, uh, shout out to Orlando City 17. We were doing some Instagram live. So shout out to you, Orlando City 17. Oh, and Big, and big Aki, I see you. I saw, right. I saw you. I saw you in the chat. There you go. And Iris, we striker. are back. You guys sound like James O'Connor right now. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> I just want to oh, tag. A whole bunch of lingo. I, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to nod my head and sound, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sounded cool, though. Yeah, first, Aki, first, Aki yeah. that's, the big, that's the big OCB striker. So I'm going to. Oh, okay. Big Alexander. Right. Oh, okay. I got you. And then we were doing live Aki for sure. on Periscope and Instagram. Oh, uh, so. you call him Aki. I got you. See? I, things I never knew. See? <laughs> And then uh, somebody asked about, why don't we do a YouTube feed? 
So we might work on that. Yeah, let us know if you'd be interested in that. I I don't. We have the channel now, so I don't know if it would be. Uh, I mean, we never. When we first started doing this, we uh, when, when we first started doing this, we snitching uh, what. We, uh, what are you talking about? Let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> when we first started about the doing YouTube this, channel, we just happened to follow. We were like nervous, and and like uh, we would like restart every now and again. But I really like. I I think we maybe restarted like one show or the last two seasons. So or seasons uh, last season. So um, maybe YouTube is a good option. All we need is a tripod and a, ba- a phone with yeah. enough battery so it doesn't die. So maybe we'll work on that. And if you guys tripod. would be interested uh, as well, let us know, and we can make it a priority yeah we could do uh, actually we could do youtube live yeah youtube live and i think it just turns into yeah because yeah, yeah. we don't it's not like we have to edit stuff out or we could have sometimes one- we do edit stuff out though. Yeah. if yeah. we were doing youtube live we would, couldn't probably have david valentine on the show anymore no we couldn't <laughs> no. no 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 offense david we love you though but <laughs> no. i think you would agree <laughs> all right guys well Thanks for listening to us. Uh, thanks for uh, member Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're all over the place on social media. You can check us out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and then uh, any other ones. I don't know. We're in all Stitcher, all, all of the above. All of the above. Tune in radio. Tune in, all that, so you can listen to us. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Any catchphrase that new I, one? I was just thinking about it. Is is I don't twenty twenty. I can't even. I don't have. I don't have my higi to say. No higi, no party to. So. I don't know. No uso, no bear. New, I have to come up with something. We need man. a new party. No I to come uso, up with something. no uso, no bear. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, sure. man. Edit that out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a catchphrase. I was thinking of a bear one this whole time either. <laughs> that was unbearable. Listen, it, oh my god, it has to. Uh, it has. Uh, I don't want any cringe. It has to. Uh, has to just come to Cleon naturally. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, maybe someone, someone has to earn a couple it. games through. Maybe, but there you go. All right, guys. Till next time. See you right here for an Orlando Lions Den podcast. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.